Well, it's good to worship with everyone again today. I know we were doing scripture memorization for several weeks. Pastor Ed was doing that, and I know we've had a couple weeks off. So we're going to get back to doing that today. If any of you would like to try to quote Luke chapter 9, verse 23 next week, you can do that. You can do it up here. Or you can find me before after service sometime and do your very best to recite it. So I'm going to do my best to say this verse, quote it by memory, Luke chapter 9, verse 23. And to be honest, I don't think I'm going to quite get it today, word for word, but I'm going to do my best. This is found in the New King James Version, Luke chapter 9, verse 23. And as I quote this then, if a miracle happens and I get it word for word, give me a thumbs up. If I don't, give me a thumbs down. All right, Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him take up his cross and follow me daily. I'm going to get it next week. We all know it can be a challenge to memorize verses. I am going to get it next week. We know we've spoke about in recent weeks that the last Sunday that Pastor Ed was here before his surgery, he had that desire for a hundred people to be here. And how we were so close last week with 94 people. It was really exciting to see everyone here on Easter. Thank you all who have came today. As today we continue to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. In fact, we begin a series today entitled Resurrection Power. And as we go through this series, I encourage all of you to continue to invite people to church. So everybody look at your neighbor and say, make this commitment. I'm going to invite somebody next week. I didn't hear it. I'm going to invite somebody next week. And I'm going to do my best. I'm going to invite somebody every week. So as we go through this series, the resurrection power, this is a post-resurrection series, and this is about the 40 days in which Jesus was on earth after his resurrection, before he ascended into heaven. As always, we have a book to go with the series. So, this is the book that we have to go with the series this time. If you read 
John chapter 20 and John chapter 21 that will cover most of the messages that we'll be dealing with with this resurrection power series. So I encourage you to read up on John chapter 20, John chapter 21, and Matthew chapter 28 will cover it, one of the messages as well. Today, we focus on John chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. This message is entitled, Jesus Reunited with His Disciples. As we think about this message, I want you to think about, has there ever been a time where you had a close family member or friend and you were surprised that you saw them or you heard from them when you didn't expect to? Maybe you had a a close friend from childhood and you didn't expect to hear from him whatsoever and then all of a sudden you get that Facebook request. And how excited you are to accept it. Or maybe a family member that hadn't returned your calls for a while all of a sudden calls you. Get reunited. I think about my own life, my own story and you know, in all the years of playing basketball, I, I think about the greatest teammate I ever had, both on and off the court, a man named John McFadden. Very high-skilled player. And old John, at one point I hadn't seen him in eight and a half years. Lost track of each other. Didn't have his number, he didn't have mine. Time when cell phones weren't that popular. After I graduated college, moved out of state, and we kind of went our separate ways. But I remember at one point getting a Facebook request from him and, and exchanging phone numbers and reconnecting. And then after not seeing each other for eight and a half years, one night on a Sunday night at my previous church he came to watch me preach and oh how my heart was filled with joy and gladness to see my friend once again here we see in this passage of scripture Jesus reunited with his disciples and if you're able please stand in reverence for the reading of God's word in John chapter 20 Verses 19 through 23 reads like this. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, 
He breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God, you may be seated. And in this passage of scripture, this was the very first time that the disciples saw Jesus since he was resurrected from the dead. And it wasn't a time where they had a big, great, big party reunited. It wasn't like they, they had cake and presents say, Oh, Jesus, welcome, come in. No. It was actually a time where the disciples were quite afraid. And the disciples were behind locked doors and they were afraid of the Jews. And they were afraid of Christ's enemies that they would come and kill them. So the disciples, they were behind locked doors fearing for their lives at this point. Imagine, if you will, or think back to the time in your life where you were really afraid. And you were really terrified. The disciples were in that situation behind locked doors, terrified and afraid, thinking the Jews are going to come and hunt them down and take their very own lives from them. And the next thing you know, Jesus is in their midst. Church, when we're afraid, when we're terrified, when we feel like we can't go any further, when we can't face tomorrow, Jesus is in our midst. We serve an omnipresent God. We serve a God who will never leave us, never forsake us, one that will always be there, never, ever leave us. So when you're terrified, when you're afraid, understand then, Jesus is in your midst. As Jesus was there, the disciples being very afraid, he spoke to them and said, peace be with you. When you're terrified, when you're afraid, Jesus has a word for you. Peace be with you. And he was speaking to them from the gift of salvation that he had been awarded through the cross. Peace be with you. Jesus is speaking to our hearts this very day. For the one who's terrified the most this day, he says to you, peace be with you. Jesus went on then to show the disciples his nailed, scarred hands and his wounded side. How 
How many of you are looking forward to that day where we see the one who took the nails in his hands and the one who had his side pierced for you and I? I'm looking forward to that day. Seeing that one. As the disciples saw that man with scars in his hand and his pierced side. And they were glad to see him. And it had to have been such a joyous time. At this point in time, to the best of my knowledge, there was ten disciples with him. At this point, Judas had taken his life, own life, and for whatever reason, Thomas wasn't with him. So then there Jesus stood in the midst of ten disciples that had been terrified, feared for their lives. And all of a sudden they see the resurrected Christ. Some of them, I'm sure, thought that they would never ever see him again. When they saw the scars in his hands, when they saw his pierced side, they knew for sure that indeed it was him. And oh, how they were so glad to see him. Jesus spoke these words to his disciples, peace to you. Just as the Father has sent him to earth on a rescue mission, so he is sending his disciples out to tell people about Christ. So as Jesus spoke these words to the disciples, peace to you. He was commissioning them to go and tell people about Christ. Just as God the Father had authority to send Christ here to earth, Jesus had authority to descend, to send the disciples out to share the gospel of Christ. It was then that Jesus breathed on the disciples and they received the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus gave the disciples a spirit-filled mission to preach the good news about Christ so that people's sins might be forgiven. Now we know based on the scriptures that the disciples do not have the authority to forgive sins. Only God does. But Jesus gave the disciples authority to tell new believers that their sins were forgiven because they had accepted Christ as their Savior. Jesus wasn't going to be with them long. We know 40 days would come and go, and then the disciples would be on their own in the sense that Jesus would no longer be with them in the flesh, but His Spirit would remain and that they would continue to go out and bring forth the good news of Christ. And as the disciples were reunited with Christ 
I think about the ways in which we will be reunited with Christ and others. And so, I want to bring four points before you today. The first one I want to bring before you We shall see all our loved ones again who died in a loving relationship with Christ. You know, in this life there is hardship, there is turmoil. And each and every week I work with clients and I see people grieving hardship. Loving their loved ones with everything within them, yet having no choice whatsoever to say goodbye to them in this life. But church, we do not sit here today with no hope. And I believe that the greatest comfort in this life that we have for our loved ones passing is to be together with them again in heaven for all eternity. And so we must believe by faith as Christians today for each and every person, each and every family member, loved one, friend, whoever it may be, if they died and they knew the Lord, we shall see them again. Just as the disciples were reunited with Christ after the resurrection, so we will be re reunited with those that we love here on earth that have gone on before us. How many of us are looking forward to seeing our loved ones in heaven? I have a little plaque In my living room, it says, A piece of heaven is here in our home because someone we love is in heaven today. We shall see our loved ones again, just a matter of time. The second point I want to bring before you. We shall see all the saints that have gone on before us. We know, we read the Bible, we see some great godly saints that have gone on before us. I get to heaven... I want to see the Apostle Paul, who indeed ran his race, fought the good fight of faith, and when all was said and done, caught up in glory in heaven for all eternity. I want to see the Apostle Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, turned his life around in this life, repented of his sins, and inspired so many with his writings, the books that you and I live our life by, inspired by the Lord. I'm looking forward to seeing the Apostle Paul in heaven. I'm looking forward to seeing the great Apostle Simon Peter in heaven. 
Sure, he, he sinned, he, fall, he fell short of the glory of God. But in this Resurrection Power series, we're going to see Jesus, how Jesus restored him in his faith. The Hebrew writer writes, We are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. So many great saints that have gone on before us. And Matthew chapter 8, verse 11 says, Jesus' own words, And I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. I'm looking forward to seeing Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob And so many such great, strong people in their faith. I'm looking forward to seeing all of them. All the saints that have gone on before us, caught up in glory. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 8 says, To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. We believe then our family members, our loved ones, The great godly saints that have gone on before us, they are omnipresent in the Lord's presence right now. The third point I want to bring before you we shall see the disciples who spread the good news of Christ. And I'm so looking forward to seeing the disciples loved the Lord, followed out His commission, sat under His ministry for three years. And the disciples, after the resurrection of Christ, went out and spread the good news. Looking forward to seeing them in heaven. And finally, the fourth point I want to bring before you. We shall see the one with the nailed scarred hands and the wounded side. Just as the disciples were reunited with Christ... After the resurrection, so we will be united with Christ for all eternity. You know, we we take a lot of comfort in this life about seeing our loved ones again in heaven. But I once heard one of my friends say, you know, even more so than going and seeing my loved ones. That's all great. And I believe that does give us great comfort here on earth. But the first person I want to see before I see anyone else is Jesus Christ. And I believe that He will be seated at the right hand of God the Father. I believe there will come a day where I'll receive the crown of glory. And I believe that I'll bow my knee before Christ and thank Him 
for the nails that he took in his hands. I'll thank him for taking that nail in his feet. I'll thank him for taking the 39 lashes upon his back. I'll thank him for the crown of thorns that he took upon his brow. That all of us would receive the crown of glory, having a relationship with Christ. Thank him for all of that. Thank him for dying for you and me. Thank him for hanging on that cross for three hours. This is a great and glorious time being able to have a post-resurrection series, but it came at a very high price, the cross. How many of you desire to thank Jesus for dying on the cross for our sins, paying the ultimate price? In this post-resurrection series, we're going to see the power of God. We're going to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. And we're going to give Him praise. And and we're going to continue to look through the Scriptures of His 40 days here on earth after the resurrection. But we start off today by seeing Jesus reunited with the disciples And so will we be united with Christ for all eternity.